Welcome, everyone. Karasi Bhakti Ki Jai. Shri Bindabandas Thakur Avirbhav Mahamotsu Titi Ki Jai. So gather on the auspicious Akadasi and uh, which coincides with the appearance day of Bindabandas Thakur. Shri Bindabandas Ki Jai. So I want to say a few words in uh, remembrance of him and his contribution to the Gaudi Sampradaya, which is immense, so immense, for that matter that it has been compared to the contribution of Vyas to the, to the to Hinduism and to the world, which is uh, sometimes compared to the sky itself, which seems to have no borders. And so such was thought to be the knowledge of Vyas. Um, <clears throat> so we'll, we'll, we'll come to that, but an immense contribution we find um, coming from Vrindavan Das Thakur. And um, <clears throat> historically or biographically, um, he was born in the Godamandala, the circle of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes, a sacred uh, geographical um, space of uh, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared with his associates. <clears throat> there are differing opinions about the exact place of his birth, but I think the popular one is, is, is at a place called Mamagachi, which is in the island, I think, I believe of Modadrum Dweep. You know, there are nine. Dweepas or islands. Nava means there are nine Navadweep that make up the Navadweep area. So, <clears throat> an auspicious birth, it's said, of course, that uh, for the most part, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna himself, appeared in Navadweep, which is now different from Vrindavan, along with his associates from Vrindavan. So they all appeared in the Dham. Some of them, however, we find appeared outside the Dham, the implication of which is that the Audarya Leelas want to spread and make available the um, the um, uh, the frame of, of Braj. And so some of his associates appeared outside of the Dham because the dispensation, the Prema Dham, the wealth of Prema, Golok would spread beyond the sacred geographical space of Navadweep itself. So Audarya, in contrast to Madhurya, Audarya. Madhurya means sweetness, of course, and Audarya means magnanimity, which in this instance uh, constitutes the distribution of the sweetness of Vrindavan. But Vrindavan Das himself was born in the... Uh, in the Dham, <clears throat> and um, his mother was quite famous, Narayani, Narayani Devi Kijai. Mm-hmm. She was the uh, the daughter of one of Shivastakur's brothers. I believe he had three brothers, all of whom were devotees, and um, uh, Narayani was the daughter one of them, so she was a niece of uh, Srivas Pandit, one of the 
famed members of the Panchatattva, Panchatattva ki jaya. Shiva's <laughs> Pandit ki jaya. So, um, um, I told the story on the, uh, the Shinga Chaturdasi, uh, on which, at which, on which occasion this year we related a number of the instances in which um, Nishingadev appeared in Gorlila and was uh, a significant player therein. So in the context of doing that, I related the story of how um, Shivastakur was worshipping his uh, Nishinga Srila in his home. <clears throat> and Mahaprabhu was coming along the bank of the Ganges and um, on his way to Shiva's Thakur's house, and he saw some cows hightailing it, running with their tails up and dancing and prancing, some of them jumping into the Ganga and so forth. And he was transported into the Brajalila, and he said, I am him, I am him, hmm? I am Gopal, like this. And he arrived at the house of Shiva's Thakur, who was inside the deity's uh, chamber doing his uh, puja, in uh, meditation, and uh, Mahabhu was knocking on the door, who you're worshipping, standing outside, what kind of worship is this? You're not letting me in, something like that. And um, Srivastava's meditation was broken, but he saw like a, like a bright light in his meditation, and it was broken, and he heard Mahabhu clamoring at the door, and he opened it, and there Mahabhu sat in Virasana, the, the pose of the Yogic asana of the hero, manifesting the, the arms of of Sri Nishingadev, Bhagavan Ki Jai, and um, and of course, as I mentioned at the time, he began to offer prayers, and glorification of Nishingamarsh and Shingadev, But his prayers were um, prayers uh, uh, were taken from the prayers of Brahma at the end of the Brahma Bimohan Lila. And uh, Brahma was standing before coward uh, Krishna, offering such prayers. And so Srivastakur was identifying, he got it, in other words, his deity that he's worshipping as Nishingadev is a man of particular, a peculiar, we went into this, this some length, uh, expression of uh, manifestation of Krishna. Hmm. Um, Rupagaswami in his Lagabhagavatamrita refers to Nishringadev and Ram as Parabhasta manifestations. Uh, so there's kind of supreme manifestations of the original deity, which what the book was about, Lagabhagavatamrita, Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam, in so many words. Um, so it's interesting to note that this, this point, this in the context of the of the Leela. Uh, Srivas was worshipping the Srinadeva and he identified uh, the, with the point that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was a, had gone into coward Leela, but he's met, showing himself as a Srinadeva, that's who he's worshipping, but he got the picture and understood that my deity, Srinadeva, is a particular manifestation of Krishna, who is the deity of Prahlad, who appeared in a particular way, just suitable to Prahlad's necessity, at the time, uh, and so forth. So there's this, this interesting, and there's many of them, and we made them, I think, in, in the, uh, kind of the dots in that lecture, 
that I was referring to between Krishna and Narasimhadev. So, um, uh, it was on that occasion then, after things settled down a bit uh, through the prayers of Srivas. Srivas, of course, is the, supposed thought to be a manifestation of, of Narada Muni, who is thought to be a manifestation of Madhu Mangal. Hmm? Notably, um, Madhu Mangal is, is the head pujari in the house of Nanda Maharaj in Vrindavan, where they worship the Nishingashila. So, I mean, he practically he lives there. Um, he's, you know, he appeared in Vrindavan with Purnamasi, for whom they made a, a hut on the bank of the of the Jamuna. But Madhu Mangal went home with Krishna. <laughs> so he's uh, closely associated with him, and he's of course unique amongst the Krishna's friends in that he's not a coward. He's a Brahmin. And he's, he's proud to let everybody know hmm, um, that fact, and um, in doing so, seek to get his belly filled. <clears throat> Brahmins are supposed to be fed. Of course, they're only supposed to be fed in proportion to their ability to speak and teach. Um, but um, anyway, he's uh, a close associate of Krishna and Sakya, Sakyarati, and practically He's a sleepover um, friend of Krishna's. So, in many op- in many occasions, he'll be called to make the offering and do the artik and so forth uh, because he's a Brahmin in uh, in uh, Nanda Maharaj's house, where the deity of Nishingadev is worshipped. So that's the same Madhumangal, if you will, in the form of Shiva Stalker is worshiping Nishingadev and. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu goes into the Bhava of Krishna, shows a connection between himself as Krishna and Nishingadev, uh, and, and, and Shivastakur gets it and starts offering prayers to Krishna, glorifying his cowherd form, even though he's sitting there in the Virasan, showing the forearms of Nishingadev. And so after this momentous event and this display of Aishvarya and also a revelation of intimacy on the part of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Shivastakura Mahaprabhu called it all of the family members of Shivastakura. Um, and um, blessed them. You know, he, he, he like more or less inform them that uh, you know that, that um, you're my family and and so forth, and um, Malini has been identified that the wife of Shibastaka with a, one of the nurses of Krishna in, in his in his home in Vrindavan, um, and um, and so on this occasion he gave some remnants of tumble betel nut something like that. From his own mouth, he took it and put it in the mouth of Narayani, who was just a, maybe a few years old, maybe four years old at the, at the time. And so he showed, Mahaprabhu showed some special affection for her. She has been identified also as, as uh, one of the nursemaids of Krishna in Vrindavan, in the Vrindavan Leela. Kalimba, I believe her name was there. Um, so Mahaprabhu showed special grace to him. Some people say, of course, 
that he put the betel off the, off the, in her mouth and she became pregnant, but she was only young, very young. <laughs> so those stories don't, don't, don't hold up. Um, um, that said, the, uh, uh, um, she, at the time, uh, expressed profound Krishna consciousness. It was obvious that there was some transmission, if you will, um, um, at the time, and um, and so she was always celebrated as as a great devotee. Um, that said, her son, her her the father of her son, is is unknown. There are some who try to make some connection with a uh, uh, a devotee who passed away before um, during the pregnancy. Pujapatrida Marsh was of the opinion that. The father was un, some relatively unknown and, and a non-devotee, and therefore his name was not celebrated. Hmm? Um, but uh, also some um, connection with the Vyas, who I mentioned earlier, that Chaitanya, or that Vrindabhandas is identified with, also uh, comes to mind with regard to the questionable kind of parentage uh, in terms of the father um, of Vrindavan uh, Das Thakur, because Vyas Roy, the, who manifested the Veda, of course, was uh, born out of uh, wedlock and out of... Out of uh, Really, a divine arrangement, but looked like his um, Parasara Muni l- losing his composure um, in relation to a fisherman's wife, which seems like how could that happen? <laughs> um, so we look at the further result, and rather than fault Parasara Muni. Hmm, um, we think, oh, and Vyas was born, so there must be something special, <laughs> some divine um, arrangement here. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, similarly, uh, it's kind of unknown who the father of Vrindabandas uh, Thakur is, which lends some, you know, sense to the possible illegitimacy, if you will, of the of the child, which has some correspondence with the verse. With the birth of Vyas, um, so we, we we can make some something of it, if you will. Um, of course, uh, there are there further. You know, we make the connection between uh, the Himalayas and Badrinath, Badrikashram, Yashram of Vyas on high in the Himalayas on the bank, as is described in the Bhagwat of the Saraswati, which also is represented at the Bay of Bengal in the form of the Jalangi, a branch of the uh, of the Saraswati. Hmm. And uh, so uh, uh, where wh- where the Bhagavatam was conceived and uh, re, um, rewritten, hmm, he, uh, Nard more or less told him, go back and edit that book. Hmm. You've left out a your, your, he, he said he did some substantive editing of the original Bhagavad Purana and he said you haven't done justice to 
a book that's supposed to be about Bhagwat. Hmm. Um, you haven't sufficiently emphasized bhakti that out of which Bhagwat arises, if you will, the course, the love that corresponds with the person. Uh, Bhagwat means God, hmm. so you need to uh, um, emphasize in no uncertain terms the efficacy of bhakti. So he authorized him, commissioned him, instructed him to enter into trance, being qualified. He said, Samadhi Nanusmrata come out of that and and rework this book. So second edition, sent back from the publisher uh, to Vyas to rework it. And so the final contribution, because there are statements glorifying the um, the Bhagavad Purana, even before apparently the re-editing, it has its uh, virtues that exceed those of other Puranas, and that the other Puranas are many statements in them glorifying that uh, that Purana. <clears throat> but if the final edition was the final work, then those glorifications are prior to the final work. So even before the final work that of Vyas, it was was special amongst the Puranas. Hmm? And after his work, of course, it's the Amal Purana, Advaishnavanam hmm? Priyanam, dear to the Vaishnav, the spotless Purana, dealing only with the Nirguna, not a Purana, dealing with different modes of nature that people are influenced by and um, reaching out to them about divinity in relation to their psychology and physiology under the modes of nature, but coming from the nirgun and relating to the, not even the atma, but the prospect of the atma. Hmm? Uh, not the atma unto itself, but its prospect in connection with uh, bhakti. Uh, very extraordinary texts, Nigamakopadarogalitamphalam, right? So it's the ripened fruit of the tree of all the Vedic literature. This was put together by Vyas in his maturity in Badrik Ashram at the, on the bank of the um, Saraswati. And as the Ganges, or as the Saraswati comes down and, and, and filters into the Bay of uh, Bengal, uh, completes itself, if you will, um, um, before it's taken up by the rain and comes back down on the mountain again and so forth, right? Everything keeps going round and round, um, interconnected and so forth. So before, uh, as it as it comes down into the Bay of Bengal, so this this place, the, uh, the it's carrying the you know, the current of the Bhagavatam, Dibya hmm? Saraswati, the. Um, Fine wisdom, you know the Gandhis have said come from the heaven. It's it's actually it, it can be also uh, a description from the Indian uh, astronomical perspective of the Milky Way and of the permanent stars who have our fixed positions in relation to the planets that move. The moving planets representing the temporal, the fixed stars 
representing the eternal, the descent of the Ganges, allegorically speaking, then being a, a story hmm, um, using in consideration of time, where time is looked at as the deity, and the descent of the Ganges symbolizes the the descent of eternity into time, when eternity meets with time. Hmm. That's what Avatar is about. Hmm. That's what the Bhagavad, the, the sacred texts are about. A meeting between eternity, eternity and the temporal. Hmm. It has a temporal uh, appearance. The book has a temporal appearance. It's just paper and ink and so on and so forth. But its message, if approached on its terms, gives one the experience of the transcendental, of, of, etern- of eternity. Hmm. So there's this meeting point. The same thing, the deity is a meeting point between the temporal, between time and the eternal. Hmm? The avatar is the eternal coming within time, who we look at from our frame of reference and try to put him underneath the influence of time, date him historically, and so on and so forth, which you can do and look at it like that. But if you approach him on his terms, as the texts, for example, talk about, then... Um, you find that that he the descent of the avatar has the capacity to take us, and this is his purpose beyond our temporal, sensual, mental, and intellectual frame of reference, hmm? to to a realm that's that that where the atma can fit. As I was saying the other day, the atma doesn't fit in this world. It doesn't matter how big you make it, hmm? how spacious it doesn't fit. Hmm? And Vrindavan is a very small place, Navadvip too. They're given the, the measurement. Of course, it's a sacred geographical space that is not to be considered um, limited, but it's it's small in appearance because it's full, as I often say, of, uh, of affection and intimacy and, uh, and uh, simple, it's beautiful, something like that. Um, so, from Badrik Ashram to the Bay of Bengal, the pastimes of Krishna that uh, Vyas is writing about, and there's no end to them. What he's given there is some right synopsis in the Bhagavad. We see other Goswamis have taken on that and written so many books on the basis of that, expanded it, brought out. Uh, the uh, Rasic sensibilities through their own Lila narratives that take us more deeply in, into what Vyas is saying as best he can. <laughs> That's something that that Vyas uh, um, of Vyas may transcend his own uh, level of, 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 of experience. But um, the merciful, magnanimous Audari dispensation of Gauri appears in the Gauri Lila. It's thought as Vrindavan does Thakur. And now he's, a, now he's a resident of the Dham. Right? And he's writing the Chaitanya Bhagavat, which is the extension of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Because as we know, if we go deep within Srimad Bhagavatam, to the really deepest point in the Bhagavatam, that is the Rasalila, that is where Krishna experiences the 
a kind of existential crisis. I'm supposed to be Rasa Raj, but I'm finding that Radha, experience of Rasa exceeds my own. I worship her. People worship me. They don't know I worship her. Is she God? Should I tell everybody? How's this <laughs> all work? And of course he realizes, as we know, that there's something in himself that she experiences from her vantage point that makes her worshipable by him. So he feels, okay, it's me. <laughs> I thought I was God. But nonetheless, I would like to experience myself fully, which can only be done from her vantage point. And so this is the birth, the genesis of Gorlila, deep within the Bhagavatam. But we need someone to write it out. Who will write it out? But there has to be a Vyas in the Gorlila. Hmm? And he's living along the bank of the Saraswati, as it appears as the Jalangi now, coming from beginning on the high on the Himalayas and now coming at full course. So the full course of the Bhagavatam, Krishna Lila, has to come to Gaur Lila. You cannot separate these two. If you talk about Krishna Lila with no uh, mention of Gaur Lila, you haven't, you haven't understood Krishna Lila. You haven't understood the, the limits for tasting rasa that were encountered by Rasa Raj in the context of his own, ostensibly his own Leela, his, his, obviously his Leela, hmm? which is a necessity then for extending the Leela, another Leela, where, of course, things are changed and he appears in golden form as in, in, in the bhava of a, of a devotee seeking to experience himself from Radha's perspective. So, these are not two separate Leelas. Hmm? That's why Krishna Das Vrindavanist are so strong on this point. You worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Without that, your worship of Krishna is meaningless. You don't understand Krishna. Hmm? Something. You understand something. But who he is, really, what he's about, you don't understand. Hmm? So, the Bhagavat is not, uh, just like the Dham is not confined um, by... Uh, geographically, hmm? it's a sacred geography. So it, it's, again, we talked about this the other night. There's time in the Leela, but time is subordinate. It's not presiding over. There's another form of God. Time is a form of God in this world, so to speak. But in the Leela, hmm? time, it's beyond time, but time is present. It's beyond sun and moon, but sun and moon are present hmm? to serve the full form of Bhagavan in Leela, in play. Hmm? So there are there are, there's uh, there's a distance. Uh, how many how many crochets it is? I don't know. It's like uh, it's crochets is usually what's given. But the measurement of Vrindavan, the measure of Navadvip would be the same. Hmm? But at the same time, we're taught not to think that it's a limited geographical area. But there's measurement within sacred geography is the point as well for the sake of what for the sake of Leela, for the sake of play. All in assisting role. Time assists there. Time facilitates there. Here, time takes everything away and teaches us you can't keep anything. You can't keep anything. There, everything is perpetuated. Right? Then there's sequence for the sake of the Leela. But each sequence is eternal and preserved. Uh, even as we experience it, if one sequence is passing, it's still existing and can be experienced um, in the heart of devotees and so on and so forth. Hmm. 
So, um, uh, so with Bhagavatam, it's not so many pages, so many slokas. It, it's composed in a certain way, some close to eighteen thousand verses and so forth. But understood properly, it's ongoing. Prabhupada once, on a number of occasions, said, "Oh, in other in heavenly planets, there are hundreds of volumes of Bhagavatam." It's the story of the personality of Godhead, hmm? and it, it, so it has no no beginning. It has no end. Every aspect of it is unlimited. Every chapter is unlimited. Every verse is unlimited. Hmm? Prabhupada just say every word is unlimited. Mahaprabhu said every word in Bhagavatam is Krishna. Tadvagvisargo junatag viplavo yasmin pratishlokam abadavati api. Mani, yasmin pratishlokam abadavati api. It is yatad visargo. Visargo means creation. Bhagavatam says by itself, it is another creation. Vishwanath Chakrabhitakur compares the Bhagavatam to a Vaikuntha planet manifesting within the material world that we could contact. Hmm? So it's another creation in Prabhupada's language, what? Meant to bring about a revolution in the lives of the world's misdirected civilization. Hmm? And it's written with some sense of urgency. Hmm? How can I express what I'm... Nara told me to go into Samadhi, Vyasa. I experienced this. How can I express it? And there may be some grammatical mistakes trying to do that, but the verse I'm quoting says, don't don't pay any attention to that if you find one. Hmm? It's, it's sense its urgency, the beauty of its message, and drink from that fountain. And Prabhupada used to quote this verse when he told us, you know, just give them the book, let them touch the book. Hmm. They just see the book. He had such uh, faith in such regard for the Bhagavatam. Hmm? You can live when it's within its pages. So so there must so 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 the Chaitanya Lila is the extension of the Braj Lila, right? So there must be a Chaitanya Bhagavat. Huh? And the author is our beloved Vrindavan Das Thakur. Vrindavan He's the Vyas as it said of uh, Lila. You know, this connection is, is made like this um, um, and the ways in which I'm I'm, I'm talking about it um, and appropriately so um, he there are other biographies about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and that, that preceded his I think Murari Gupta's and that um, came after his as well but um, it is, uh, but he has been dubbed the Vyas of uh, Gorlila, and he is deferred to repeatedly by Krishna Skaviraj Goswami, who's kind of the final sacred biographer of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Repeatedly throughout his book, he defers and pays his respect to Vrindavan Das, whose focus in Chaitanya Bhagavad is the is really the Navadvip Lila, which is our goal. Puri is not our goal. The sannyasli of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is meant to show us how to enter into Nabadweep and go to Kirtan with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at the house of Sri Vastakur every evening. Hmm. 
to enter that Rasakirtan, which is yeah, not different from uh, from Vrindavan. <clears throat> um, so <clears throat> he's uh, this way singled out, if you will, amongst the various uh, biographers of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's work. It was the keeping the devotees alive in Vrindavan. Hmm? The sadhus, when Krishnadas came there, as he did at the order of Nityananda Prabhu, hmm? Krishnadas was ordered in a dream by Nityananda, go to Vrindavan, all your desires will be fulfilled. When they were living there on Chaitanya Bhagavat, and then they chose him, commissioned him, and he was blessed further by Madan Mohan to write further about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, particularly about his later pastimes, sannyas pastimes, um, that where there's so much instruction hmm, uh, to Rupa, Sanatan, and the conversions, which are full of instruction of Prabodhananda Saraswati, or excuse me, of Prakashananda Saraswati, of Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, and so on and so forth, very instructive to us. And of course, the inner um, side of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that he's personally, systematically working to experience in the Madhya Ananti Lila. In the Madhya Ananti Lila, he's systematically pursuing this reason for his descent. He's not systematically pursuing it in Navadweep. Navadweep is Vrindavan. Hmm? When he leaves Vrindavan, he's systematically now pursuing, and he's he's teaching in that way. As a sannyas, that's his Acharya Lila. Hmm? And he, of course, he, he was... Uh, very shortly after he began, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu began to manifest himself as a Vaishnava to the to the pleasure of all the uh, all the Vaishnavas. Uh, only a year and a half after that, that he took sannyas and left Navadvip. So you see, this, his teaching about and his systematic pursuit of the Bhava of Radha, stepping into her. Um, bhava and duty, her emotion and complexion and so forth. This is all the, uh, uh, the, really the sannyas lila. Hmm? So it's dear to us because he's teaching us about it. And so we see him in Chaitanya Charitamrita enter deep into the Radha Bhava. In the end there he's with Damodar Sarup and Ramananda Roy and, and um, the book ends with, with the final verse of uh, Shikshastakam Aslishiva Padrutam Panashtamamanajanam Mamatam Kurutavayatatava Vidatulam Pato Matpranatas to see Banapara and and Krishna says Radharani spoke this verse. Mission accomplished. Hmm? He did it. Hmm? Not without help though. Hmm? Not with the help of uh, of his associates. Hmm? But Krishna says as Mahaprabhu in the final Leela uh, would, 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 uh, was pursuing his ideal, hmm? Srup Damodar hmm, has assisted him as Lalita Saki assists um, Radha hmm, in her separation from Krishna. And Ramananda Roy assisted him as Subal assists Krishna in his separation from Radha. Hmm. So he had good company there to 
understand Radhabhav, which is a subjective. So this is Chaitanya Charitamrita. Chaitanya Bhagavat uh, is not a lesser book, as I'm explaining. Hmm. Uh, whereas it doesn't go into these theological details and all the teachings to Rupa and Sanatana. It's not a, it's not a condensation of all the tattva given by the Goswamis, the Satsandarva, the Bhakti Rastamrita Sindhu, um, uh, so for that, I remember when I first read Chaitanya Charitamrita, and, and I, I thought all the books are found in here. All of them are found in here. The references from Sandarbhas, from the Bhagavatam, so many from Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Ujjwal Nilmani, and so forth. So Chaitanya, this is the excellence of Chaitanya Charitamrita, of course, but Vrindabhandas's work has its own excellence, and we find, again, Krishnadas is deferring to him. Navadvipa is the place he wants to enter. That's the excellence, really, of the uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat there. Um, and and with such feeling, he writes about that. Hmm. He was young when he wrote the book. Uh, he appeared in the world, Prindabandas, in uh, 1507. Hmm. And he was uh, four years old, approximately, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas. So he was too young to take advantage of Gorlila. Uh, when he was 16, he met Nityananda Prabhu and became the last disciple of Nityananda Prabhu. Nityananda Prabhu would have been about 60 or so at that time. Mahaprabhu stayed in the world until he was 48, so um, what, uh, 24 he took sannyas and Vrindavan Das was, was four at the time, so by the time Mahaprabhu left 24 years later, he was 28. And shortly after that he wrote the, he wrote the Chaitanya Bhagavat. After the, it was of course sometime after that, but after the passing of Nityananda Prabhu as well. He met Nityananda Prabhu in another village from where he was born, where his Sripat, or kind of a preaching center was established. He had deities of Gornatai, they're still there. I believe there are deities of Radha and Krishna there as well. But he met Nityananda at that place who came with his associates. And um, Nityananda Prabhu, after, after honoring a feast, turned to him as some person in the crowd, right, as Vrindavan does. And he said, can you got any, like, um, you know, like any kind of like, what would you so call it? Then something like something to put in your mouth after you've eaten. You know, some not a sweet, but hmm. I don't even know that word. Hmm? You know, basically in India, you get a little, if you, you get a little some seeds, some tambul, some breath freshener. Yeah, yeah. So he he had this. Some Haritaki had described that he had been he had been carrying around. He wasn't sure why, and so he he gave it to Nityananda who took that. And then at that time he was initiated by Nityananda, the last disciple of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm. And um, uh, in, and he was very instrumental in the preaching of Nityananda Prabhu in Bengal, which was quite widespread, as as we know. 
Kavi Karnapur, um, who is probably the, the, the main author who took up the task of identifying the associates of Krishna in in Gorlila, who they were. He, of course, identified uh, Vrindavan Das with the with the with the, the, the as the Vyas of Chaitanya. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's Vyasadev, but he's the Vyas of that. Vyas is a term, of course. Also, it means a compiler, I believe. So, uh, it wasn't uncommon for authors to rather than put their own name on the book, you know, put Vyas because they felt it was divinely inspired. Hmm. Um, Vyas is attributed with the kind of the authoring of the text, but if you look carefully in the Bhagavatam, you see he's more of an editor than an author of everything. So, a compiler, a composer. Hmm. Um, Parashara before him was a Vyas also. So he's the he's the Vyas in that sense of uh, Gorlila and... Uh, hmm. And also, Kavikarnapur has an internal identification of, uh, identification of Vrindavan Das with the cowherds of Braj. He says he is Kushamapida. Kushamapida is one of Krishna's friends. He's a Saka, which means he's a friend who there are four types of Krishna's friends Sakas, Surits, Priya Sakas, and Priyanarma Sakas. So the Sakas. Are younger than Krishna, Ojasvi, Deva Prasta, Kushamapita is also named in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, one of the prominent uh, sakas of Krishna, whose sakyarasa is tinged with with dasya. So they they uh, are involved in all types of uh, friendly uh, personal services to Krishna. So Radhavan Das has been identified as as such. So we have a good example of Sakirasa in uh, Gaudiya Sampradaya in the person of Vrindabandas, which also makes his book different from a Rasic point of view than Krishnadasa's Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is written from the Madhurya Rasa uh, perspective. But see how he's honoring Vrindabandas. So there's none of this fighting Ross, my Ross is better than your Ross. Saki Ross is bad. My Ross is good. This kind of thing. None of that, right? Mm-hmm. So these, uh, 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 some history about Vrindavan Das Thakur, about his contribution. He left the world out. He, he attended, uh, of course, Nityananda Chaitanya Mahaprabhu passed away um, yeah, from the world, from mortal vision. He was accompanied he accompanied Janava Takarani, the consort of Nityananda Prabhu, to the famous Ketori Gram festival, which was kind of a rebirth of Gaudiya Vaishnavism that had been rendered unconscious practically by the passing of Gaur and Nityananda from the world and incapable of dealing with anything but the separation that they were experiencing. But they kind of recollected themselves at the famous festival presided over by, by Janava at Ketori Gram where I think five or six sets of Radha Krishna deities were installed and sent to different parts and so forth. Narutam got his Chaitanya Mahaprabhu deity, which you can have the darshan of it, Radha Gukulananda in Vrindavan, hmm, deity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that Narutam worshipped. And so it was kind of like they collected themselves and 
started to go systematically to um, distribute the, um, the teachings of the Goswamis. Um, so he was in, in attendance, Vrindavan Das, at, at that time, accompanying the, the consort of Nityananda Prabhu. <clears throat> so in this way he lived a, a, a bountiful uh, spiritual life and made a huge contribution to the to the world and to our Gaudi Sampradaya in particular. His book, Chaitanya Bhagavat, was very much a focus of uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur wrote a commentary on it and um, had his disciples read it uh, regularly. Hmm. Um, Prabhupada gave us the Chaitanya Charitamrita and he read it regularly. As well, so. Any question? What's the time? Yes. Um, so you mentioned that there were several vyasas. Um, so whenever we see vyasa as the author of a Purana or a Vedic literature, it could be any number of vyasas? Or is it this? One yasa that Krishna is referring to in Bhagavad Gita, and he says, "I am yasa." <laughs> it means I am any such person <laughs> who makes such a compilation. But, but Krishna Dwaipayana Vyas is a particular Vyas, and he is the uh, uh, described in the Bhagavad itself. There's some history to the compilation of the Bhagavatam and the Vedas as more or less a, a the head. Uh, editor-in-chief, so to speak, um, and empowering and commissioning others to put it all together, but his name goes on it. Uh, so it's many sages who wrote it, compiled it, all under the same name, Yas. Something like that, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. Um, you said that the Sanyas, Leela, and Hori is meant to show us how to enter the Kirtan and Trinas. It means that the kirtan in, in Navadvip, this is Vrindavan. Hmm. The intimate pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in 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 Navadvip are non-different from Vrindavan. So our goal is not to go to Dwarka. Puri is Dwarka. Looking back at Vrindavan, so it's a particular <laughs> particular moment in Puri or in, in Dwarka, if you will, reflecting back, it's the it's the reflection of Jagannath on 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 uh, Radhabhav. So um, so our goal is to enter Vrindavan, that's clear. So within Gorlila our goal is to enter into Navadi. So the, the pastimes of Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi, Puri and so forth, these are thought to be occasional pastimes. Just like Krishna has occasional pastimes that that, that occur uh, when he manifests his lila in this world, like killing of demons and so forth, like taking birth. There's no birth lila in Golok. Hmm? So the nitya lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is it's a manifestation of of, of Navadvip, not of Jagannath Puri. So the sannyas lila is teaching us the way hmm? to enter into Navadvip. It'll be a little different than the than the worldly manifestation of Navadvip manifestation in this world, but 
uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will be a devotee. Hmm. And we'll go to the kirtan with him at the house of Srivas. We'll see him as Bhagwan sometimes. He'll go into a trance and then turn to Vrindavan. And we'll pass along there with him into Vrindavan and find ourselves in our gopi or gopavesh. Hmm. But Navadweep, Vrindavan corresponds. So the pastimes of Navadweep, kirtan in the house of Shivas. This is a kind of our our goal. Hmm from a Gaurila perspective. And as that's the sadhya, the goal, so there's a sadhana, and the sannyas leela is teaching the sadhana. Does that help? Yeah. So Mahaprabhu was performing the, his kirtan there in a closed group, right? No one could get in unless he authored. It was a real closed circle, small circle. And... He then extended the circle by coming out and taking his kirtan to the streets at a certain point. Hmm. And and as he was doing that, he got the epiphany that that if I'm going to do this successfully and give this to the people, I should take sannyas. That will help me. That will assist me in doing that. Because there will be an inborn natural deference to the sannyasis. So that I'm bringing a whole new religious idea Although it is the essence of the sacred texts, it's people aren't recognizing and identifying it as such, and so let me um, do. Is sannyas was a preaching strategy? They do exist. <laughs> it was the preaching strategy, and so it has a shelf life, as I say. His sannyas lila has a shelf life. Uh, it's meant to take us to to Navabhi, meant to take us to Vrindavan. Anything else? Yes. So, who is Krishna Asakaraj considered? I think he's Kasturi Manjari, one of the Manjaris of, of Radha. There's six Goswamis, eight Manjaris. I think Vrindavan, and who Lokanath maybe. As uh, mentioned, so Kasturi Mandari Kijai. Shri Chaitanya Bhagavad Kijai Vrindavan Dastako Kijai. Shri Shri Gaurada Madhava Kijai. Guru Vaishnava Guru Parampara Kijai. Gaur Bhakta Vrindaki Jai. Gaur Premanande. Vanchakal Patalulis.